So, Blake, it's um, it, it's episode one hundred, and we don't have we. I mean, I'll just say it. We don't have the numbers. I get. I've been checking them. I've been posting us everywhere I can, boosting, but we st- we've been doubling every week. But yeah, still not. It's still not enough. So I guess um. I guess this is the the last episode of a load of BS. Well, I guess we gave it the old college try. We did make it to triple digits, which is more than I think I ever would have thought we would have done. Yeah. But why don't we look back on the good times? And forget the bad time that is currently right now, and just let's focus on the good time. So, instead of us trying to be cheerful for this episode, let's just do the best. Show people simply the best of the BS. Alright, I'm gonna get a drink. I'm going to set the scene for this ASMR video. You go mm-hmm. and you're getting ready for your television debut and you want your hair to be as luscious and beautiful as possible. Okay. And okay. you sit okay. down like you know that's a very popular is the haircutting ASMR. But of course this was gonna be different because you're getting your hair cut by the man with the most gorgeous hair of all time. And as you walk into the barbershop, oh, damn. you just... <clears throat> duh, 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 duh. I... Whoa. Oh, fuck you. Big man. The nature boy is here. <laughs> and he's here to give you the tingles. I am a 16-time... Tingle champion of the world, and I am here to cut your hair. Stip, stip, stip. Whoa, Rick, you're just, you're just making snipping sounds. Snip, snip. I'll be you honest, mean. I forgot my scissors when I got into the recording booth, and I. Uh, Definitely, I fucked up on this one, guys. I'll let you know that right now. You're... <laughs> it's gonna be fine. Rick. Oh, God. Rick, you're biting my hair. <laughs> Stop. I don't feel... I don't like this. <laughs> and, then, and then it becomes an eating ASMR roleplay. No. Get those, get those smacks in. My hair's all soggy. <laughs> Uh, now, I think there's another one we could probably do. A nice cooking role play. <laughs> How'd it get burned? How did it get burned? How? Um, Nick, what? How did what get burned? My toes. I was making a delicious breakfast. And then the toast got... He really turns into Owen Wilson when you get quiet with him. Wow, Nick. Okay. How'd your toast get so burnt? Wow. Oh, God. No, what's bad is the fact that, dude, I'm fairly sure there's already an Owen Wilson impressionist ASMR video, and it's the best shit of all time. Wow. Wow, let's get these tingles up. Let me just... No. Let me get... Get right in that ear and just ka-chow. Gonna ka-chow right in your ear. <laughs> Please, Please, I don't want that. you to ka-chow in my ear. <clears throat> ka-chow, there's another one. I'm gonna ka-chow. Hey, do you want a nice ka-chow right here? Ka-chow. ka-chow. It's amazing how many voices are impossible to impersonate in a deep voice. Because are in a quiet voice, because I just tried to do Obama and my brain shut down. I am. 
<laughs> my fellow Amer- nope that's bill that's bill that's Cl- bill clinton bill that's what are you a- doing here you're too creepy i'm very sorry about that no it's not possible bill. you can't do a quiet my- obama oh. <laughs> <laughs> <You can't. laughs> what is that bush is that george bush <laughs> That's the only thing I could do. <laughs> it was two noises and it was enough for me to be like, that's fucking Bush. So uh, I guess we can start the show like with a little bit of a follow-up to a segment we did in, let me just check this out, fucking March called, oh. be- called Beating Our Mead, which was, of course, the segment where we tried to come up with uh, our... Uh, it was an update of uh, series about me making mead, and it's coming to a head tonight, Blake Tanner, because oh, I... <laughs> you actually did it? Yeah, dude, I have three fucking full gallons of mead. None of it's chilled, which already seems problematic, so I put ice it's... in it, which I know you're not supposed to do. You're, you're uh, right. This, you're looking at me like I looked at you when you tried to make uh, bitters that one time. It's kind of like that. So, I have three... I, I made three different versions. I think I know okay. what order they're in. I'm, but... I'm gonna have to actually pull up the Twitch stream to watch this on the delay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so the first one, the way I flavored them... Was I used, uh, we talked about it back then, like just the different types of honeys, but I used flavored vodka to try to achieve like a taste while maintaining alcohol content. (gasps) So this first one is Smirnoff's red, white, and blue berry vodka, which was like probably one of my favorite things they've ever come out with. You all right, buddy? Carry on. Um, so I mixed uh, quite a bit of it in there with it, with my mead. So that's what this one is. And, and this is the one I have the most hope for, because it's like a sweet taste, almost. So let uh-huh. me try this bad boy out. Okay. You know? Yeah. Not bad. I mean, I wouldn't... I wouldn't drink it on the reg... But it's not bad. So it's nice. It's got, it, yeah, it's nice. There's like some, you get that in, uh, intense sweetness up front with some fruity notes, but also like a nice earthiness on the back. So I really like that's not bad. Now on to the next one. This one, um, I thought Smirnoff sweetened all their vodkas. Apparently not, because the strawberry one is not sweet. So oh, no. this this is Smirnoff strawberry vodka. I should have put more honey with it, to be honest. And I'm a little bit afraid because I to figure out which drink was in which glass, I took a little taste test earlier of it. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> so let's just give it a smell first. It smells like strawberries. It smells really nice. It smells like just a nice, like, strawberry candy, almost. Okay, so it's a good nose feel, at least. Oh, it doesn't taste like it! (laughs) Blake, it does not taste like it! Oh. 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 I'm... I am not going to vamp for you while you go throw up, just (laughs) to let you know. The alcohol taste... Very strong. I will just let you know that right now. Fair play. And now on to the third one. Which I put oh, last... Are you, do you, you want to let that one sit for a second? Just kind of let it let it breathe in your mouth? Let that taste get away? You gotta cleanse your palate. Did you bring a palate cleanser? Uh, yeah. This is not a professional <laughs> taste test, Scotty, if you don't have a palate cleanser. Yeah, hold on a second. Let me just... <laughs> oh yeah, there's that. I'm just cleansing the fuck out of my palate. Yeah. You know, you're also not doing. Have you never seen the ice cream man tasting video? No. Oh no, I don't want to see this. 
It's, but, a, it's the dude that actually tastes all the flavors of ice cream for a big ice cream company. Hold he on, has a gold-plated spoon. Is this the tongue man? Um, you mean the guy that tells you the best way to get a taste into your tongue and has somebody going... Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Now, let's move on to the third one. And the third one is where Scotty Moe got a little experimental because I wanted, oh, like, a nice bourbony flavor because I thought that would work well with honey. And... Uh, apparently, oh. <laughs> apparently, I wanted to A, put bourbon in it, which I did, and B, put wood chips in it to get a nice earthy, woody flavor. Here's the problem. You what? <laughs> Here's the problem. I uh, put like a shit, probably like two handfuls of wood chips in this mead. Then I went online to see what other people did. They're like, no, you just do like an ounce. Like the smallest bit of wood chips. So I immediately fucking ripped it and put it into a new container. That's good. You yeah. only got a massive influx of wood for a little while. Now, I will say... Hold on. Let me, let me go back to the first. This one smells the fucking best! I definitely get the wood chips. I get the bourbon. Blake, uh-huh. I might have made a good... Let's <laughs> bottom up, it. amigo. Taste it. Boy, that just tastes like wood. <laughs> <laughs> that tastes like pure fucking wood. I would fucking love if Jimmy Buffett got into writing historical songs. Are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. This would be comp- combining two of the greatest musicals of all time. Escape from Margaritaville and, of course, Hamilton. Uh, there's already enough crossover in writing talent, so we're good. That's fine. It'll work. Just combine. I said my name is Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> now we're moving on now. It's all about the Lincoln Town. <laughs> Lincoln Town. That would be Lincoln the name Town. of the movie, Lincoln Town. Oh my god, I would pay money to see Lincoln Town every night. Give Lincoln Town to me now, please, James Buffett. Actually, no, we need to copyright. Lincoln Town. <laughs> okay, so it's Lincoln Town. The musical styling is going to be similar to Jimmy Buffett if we can't get Jimmy Buffett. And it's just like, there was a man who was upset with old Lincoln. And he went to go and see a show one day. And he looked up in that booth. And he smiled with that golden tooth, and then he pulled out a gun and blew old Lincoln away. And his name was Booth, too. His name was Booth. His name, that's like, the, the, the chorus of the song is all wordplay around it. His name was Booth, he was in a booth, and he shot Lincoln away. His name was Booth, he was in a booth, and he's not with us today because he killed the president. That was also over a hundred years ago. That is a secondary reason why he is not here anymore. But this isn't the story about him, at least until halfway through. It's all about this man with the top hat. His name was Honest Abe, and he was a baby made to be president President of the USA. Of the USA! This is not Jimmy Buffett style. It's getting close. We're we're vibing into Chesney territory pretty close now. Tommy Digby in front of the Oxford Waffle House where he received an autograph from, from Nicolas Cage. That's it! But, like, okay... I looked her, okay, I looked him around. I think I know the guy who wrote this article, by the way, so we should get him on the show. <laughs> I looked around and I seen him sitting there and it's like, I know that dude. 
says Digby, who is head bouncing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the what it is about the frame. I know that dude. I know that dude. Is Shit. That, that's not Paul and Irma's oldest, is it? No, that's not. <laughs> Paul and Irma. Oh, shit. Paul and Irma Cage. I walked in. That's that dude from that treasure movie. <laughs> that treasure movie. Oh, shit, y'all. Come in. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. So, okay. All right. God, this is really weird to read. Um, I walked in and I said, I'm the biggest. I really loved you in that movie where you got left behind because you were a fucking heathen. What was the name of that movie? What was the movie where you were left behind? Oh, that's right. The Wicker Man. Um, Yeah. I walk. Are they going to come out with a second one of those Wicker Men? Oh, God. The next part of this is Buck Wild. I walked in and I'm assuming he's saying this to Nicolas Cage. And I said, I'm the biggest baby ever born in Aniston. What do you want to know? And at first, I thought he, <laughs> I, thought, I thought he meant like, oh, I'm, I'm such a baby, I'm gonna cry. No, I think this motherfucker meant like, I weighed 32 ounces when I popped out of my mama. That's what he meant. That's what. Uh, the thing is, your claim to fame is you were the largest child born. Oh. And, he, and you know everything because of that. You okay. are my fucking hero, you legend of a man. And Nicolas Cage responds, sit down, sit down. Like, Holy oh, fuck, I need- you were the biggest baby? You sit the fuck down and you tell me about it right now. I love big babies. Oh, fuck it, Blake. We gotta get into it, man. I, I'm so ready for this segment. Okay. So. Tell the tale, you dirty boy. Go! I just have to say that something amazing happened to me. I, I'm so ready. Okay, so just a couple of days ago, out of nowhere, uh-huh. one of my dad's co workers sent me a message that said that, hey, my friend is the casting director for this movie that's going to be filmed in Birmingham. Um, I'm going to send you her information so you can contact her. And so I talked with her a little bit, and, yeah, she sent me, like, a little, their uh, their flyer for the movie. And, yeah. um... What is the name it, of the movie? If we... It's called Moose. Okay, good. So it is the one I read about online. Thank you. Keep going. Yep. Um, now, this movie is set in Hollywood... Mm-hmm. And they're filming it in Alabama. Because, of course. Because, yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, it's about a crazy stalker fan who stalks a um, a famous person yeah. and ruins their life. Moose. As I, and I scrolled my eyes down, and I yeah. the name of the director caught my eye. Well, of course. Because... This is, uh, yeah, this is a, some local thing. Probably some guy... John Everyman, that's who it is. Yeah, no. What to my wondering eyes should appear but the name of Frederick Durst? A hands up, a hands down, back up, back up, tell me what you want to do now. Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. Liberal. And yes, I do fucking mean Fred Durst <laughs> from fucking Limp Biscuit. Yes! Because... <laughs> Scotty, I went to those auditions today. Yes. And I met Fred Durst. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, I've been on his IMDb page, and one of the things about him is that he always wears a backwards red baseball cap. Please tell me he had it. <laughs> no. Damn it. Fred, uh, he was. Me. He was wearing a um he was wearing a gray beanie today. Oh, okay, very. He was going for a more classic director look. Which, yeah. by the way, I do like to think if he's ever, like, filming a scene and the actor gets too intense and they're worried about, like, wait, wait, he might hurt someone. This dude, he's going, like, off the emotional rails. We need to stop filming. Fred Burst just sits back and he just goes, nah. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Keep rolling, God rolling. damn it. I was about to say, I made the joke earlier where I told my friends, 
Um, yeah, so I met Fred Durst today. It was really weird. I auditioned for a movie he's directing. Yeah. It kind of threw me off at first, but I just kept rolling with it. <laughs> Blake, there is a link at the bottom of the page to help out the Fago Flavor Master. Oh, yes, Submit. and I know what you're going to suggest. Let's do this. So, okay, well, hold on. We need a first and last name. So, Johnny. Don... Osmond. I was gonna say Johnny Donatello. Because you had a Don at the beginning. Oh. Johnny okay. Donatello the spaceman. <laughs> uh, email a load of pure BS at gmail.com. What's our flavor name? Or do we need to get our description of it first? Um, our flavor name is Wakanda Forever. <laughs> no, because then they would have to. We've got to give them something. We've got to give them a uh, part of our brand. Oh, God, that's a... Oof. Oh, that's a... Pain. Could we be can a, call it. a load of BS. Just... <laughs> the worst soda you will ever taste. No, no, no. Since they definitely couldn't be able to print that, we have to elongate the B, so it's a load of Bs. And it has, like, this lovely honey taste, but with, like, spiky afternotes. Okay, okay, I'll give you that. A load of bees. <laughs> it's called a load of bees! And oh. bees has to be in all caps. A lovely honey-flavored soda. I'm having to write it like a sommelier, because that's apparently how they mm-hmm. write things on this website. A lovely honey-flavored soda with, um... I don't know. Let's see. I'm thinking like Hints a... of saffron for the <laughs> S. Hints of saffron. Well, no, I want some... I, I want like a sting, so it's got to be like... And whiskey. <laughs> With hints of... How about this? Hints of saffron and ginger for a spicy kick. Feel the sting. The sting. <laughs> With a load of bees. Um, you you need to put in a subscript down there in parentheses. This flavor must be endorsed by Jerry Seinfeld. This flavor... Okay, P.S. This flavor... No, no, no. I think if we say it must be, that makes it harder. This flavor have... needs to be... No, this flavor already <laughs> endorsed by Jerry Seinfeld. The, the world's best bee. Hashtag, do you like jazz? <laughs> I think I'm becoming a lizard person. Is this how they is this how they reproduce? I don't know, but dude, that means you're going to be like part of the elite like soon. You're going to have like all the money coming in cuz you know the lizard Sweet. people they stick together. <laughs> One yeah. day I might be president. I might be president. Oh man. I can't wait till Alex Jones talks about me. Man, I okay, here's <laughs> We got this fucking lizard guy coming in, and he's trying to run for president. Does no one see his mighty scales down his back? He's feeding the children. He's not even fucking hiding it this time. They don't even hide it anymore. He's feeding the children gummy bears that turn them gay. I'm just saying. Now listen here. This scaly lizard motherfucker is feeding our children gay gummy bears. I'll tell you. Don't even let me tell you what he's doing with this pepperoni pizza he's got going on here. This pepperoni pizza these lizard folks have turns people into pedos. (laughs) That's pedo pizza right there. Pedo pepperoni pizza. Can I just say, my favorite thing about this is going back to another uh, uh, another comment I found on one of our vodcasts. It was just someone saying, hey, what's up? Then a few seconds later, you guys are fucking weird. And then just like left. <laughs> that was it. You guys are fucking weird. What, what's wrong? I, I don't understand at all. How could anything that we just said classify <laughs> us as weird? That's the thing right here, is the fact that these people don't understand the truth. They're afraid to accept the fucking gay pizza, the pedo pizza, and the gay gummy bears that these two sons of bitches are feeding to the children. 
It's hard to not imitate Alex Jones and start sweating because I'm sitting there like, that was a bit much right there. Now, there was a moment in the song, and it's something that happens in a lot of that funk somewhat genre, and it's something I've akin called the funk scream. And, and you hit it like right before you go into the club, and it's that, yeah, and I can't do it. Could you possibly teach us the art of the funk scream? Oh, man, you know, I, 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 my voice is a bit fucking blown out today, so I can't do it, but I can describe how, how to do it. Okay, okay. Um, oh, shit. Are you still there? Yeah, yeah. We, we will yeah. be the students of the art of the funk scream. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's all, you know, it, singing's quite hard. It's easy, but it's also quite hard. You just have to train, and it's a muscular thing, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, you can do that, but you have to do it probably like from from the, the diaphragm, like from your belly, uh, mm-hmm. and it, it's like the way you make the way you make this out, yeah, 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 like the way yo yo see that sort of rasp, okay, that rasp, that rasp. Oh no! Oh, no! no! He was about to no! give us the secrets. We didn't get the secrets. Oh no! <laughs> Rick! Rick Flair stopped us from learning the secrets of the stream. They stopped us from learning the secret of the rap. <laughs> Damn it! The Illuminati's stopping us from learning the secrets of the funk scream. They don't want us to hear. They got it. Oh, well, I better stop explaining it. Man, man. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're going to come in and take us out. Yeah, yeah. But it's, uh, it's the ghost of James Brown, man. <laughs> He's like, don't you teach me. you man. <laughs> he, he tried to tell people how to do my speed. Oh, no way, son. He was going to do, he was going to t- tell the secrets about my speed. No. <laughs> I tell you about my speed. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, well, so the ghost of James Brown has interfered, doesn't He's like, don't teach these two white boys from Alabama how to do this now. You know, I've, I've got, I do have like a kind of a, a theory because sometimes shit like this happens to me. I've got a theory about uh, dead singers shutting people down doing their songs, like not doing them justice. Because uh, this is something that happened to me. I was playing, I quite often play like little pub gigs. Yeah. Uh, just in bars, um, just putting uh, food on the table. And uh, it was recently when, uh, just the, the day after Aretha, Aretha Franklin died, me and my buddy were doing this gig. And the last song, uh, we we as a sort of tribute said, "Oh, this is uh, to the late great Rufus Franklin," and we started singing, "You make me feel like a natural woman," right? <laughs> and uh, it, was going, it was going fine, right? It was going fine mm-hmm. until I hit the high note. Yeah, right. I hit that high note, and fucking the PA, the 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 uh, you know the speaker system, the microphone system, just like scream with awful awful feedback and just like fucking shut down. <laughs> Aretha was getting you, man. And yeah, it was like. No, hey, son, you're not sick of that. So she fucking, like, struck a lightning bolt from a fucking cloud and just shot and down, man. Like she came back as a banshee and screamed <laughs> through your speakers. Yeah, it was like, well, okay, well, not, we're not finishing that song. Like, we had to stop the song and, like, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> Blake, are there any... Blake, are there any dead podcasters that have just been fucking us up? Because that might explain some stuff. No, but there are some still living ones that probably are. Yeah. No, I think the god the uh, gods of funk don't want Tom on this show. They don't want it, so they're like, uh, keep cutting his internet. Do it, do it, man. <laughs> so, Blake Tanner, does it feel weird to beg for money on our last episode, or is it just kind of a really appropriate? Are we still allowed to, I mean, milk them for whatever they're worth, but is that, are we still able to? I mean, to be fair, the podcast Illuminati do have a shirt available, so they're taking us down, but we're promoting them, so maybe they won't get mad for us to promote merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Um, that's fine, because that's where I got the BS Boozy Sippy Cup I've been drinking all of my tears out of today. That's right, the merch.aloadofpurebs.com it's the website where you can get merch for all your favorite BS network programs Fight Boys, Fun Fiction um, uh, a load of BS and of course we've got awesome ugly Christmas sweaters cause it is Christmas 
that the last episode's happening on. And, um, so, yeah, if you want some awesome merch, just go to merch.aloadofpurebs.com. But, I mean, we're, it's gonna be, we're not gonna be making any more, anymore. We're gonna have to move that warehouse space. Yeah, but, uh, if you guys would like to support us now that me and Blake are going to be pod, pod homeless, you can at Patreon. Patreon.com slash a load of BS is the website where you can support us. You get access to our exclusive Discord. You get shout out on the show of your choice every single week, like the Patreon Saint Deborah Moore, like Scott Moore, like let's screw it, let's go back. Miss Jenny side who supported us for a very long time. Uh Salty Frank of the Seven Seas, Alvis Edgehart, um, all of these amazing people that have helped BS go over the years and They've all been lovely patrons at patreon.com slash a load of BS. We literally just got a new patron. We li- we just got a new patron. And it did blow my mind, because I was like, I don't know who this man is. Everyone else on the Patreon, I know who they are through Twitter or something, but then this awesome dude just showed up and was like, here's a dollar. And I'm like, I want to keep going. I I want to I want to keep going, but well, um, then they took the dollar away. Yeah, um, and then finally, I guess we're going to talk about uh, a lovely website called Audible dot com. That's a website where you can get hundreds of thousands of audiobooks. You can get my audiobooks. You can get uh, a lot of really cool books. Man, I don't know. It's I just I, it's hard to do this now, yeah. knowing that it's the last one. Uh, you can read books, um, except you read with your ears. You read with your ears, and if you go to audibletrial.com/bsnetwork, you'll get a free 30-day trial. You can get any of my audiobooks for free. It supports us. You get something for free. It's a win-win at audibletrial.com/bsnetwork. Get it in while you can. Yeah, get it while you can. I do, like, I I enjoy the beach sober and inebriated, mm-hmm. but, like, there is nothing better than just getting out to the beach, popping that cooler open, and then getting some drink out of it. You want some Corona? Get those limes inside <laughs> me right now. <laughs> oh, bee queen! Oh, put the lime in me! <laughs> Yes! You put the lime in the Blake. You put the lime in the Blake and then you shake it all around. Put the lime in the Blake. What? This episode has already started off uh, fantastically. I just want to say that. Um, um I would, okay. So, <laughs> I, I guess this fits with the theme because um, I've been, re- I was wait, recently cleaning a lot theme? of stuff. Because we've had sexy, sensual, we've had beekeeping, and we've had the beach. We've had a lot go on. Oh, Scotty, it fits with all of those. <laughs> um, you might see this little book that I have in my hands. Okay. I have a little book in my hands, and I just like to tell a story. Okay, okay. When I was a young man, my grandfather gifted me with a pocket version of the New Testament. Okay. Um, very close, very dear to my heart as a young child, and... It's about the size of this book that's not that. Oh! Um, this book, however, lines for all occasions, pickups and come-ons. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so this is how you get you a lady. We've actually... Oh, yes. Oh, it's also for ladies to get men. Oh, wow, it, okay. Cause it like, doesn't, yeah, it does not discriminate. Well, on our beach mm. trip, it's actually me, my lady, uh, my friend Zion, his lady... And then my co-host on the WW2K17 show I do, Brady, who is alone in a fifth wheel. So maybe this will help Brady find... This is for you, Brady. This is to find a Brady lady. Hey, you know what? There are some, um, there are some, uh, like, location-specific. Is there beach-specific pickup lines? Let's see. Context... Oh, I turned right to it. To the beach. Are you ready to hear some beach-specific pickup lines? Yes. Uh, the first one is, put your lime in me. <laughs> put the lime in the Blake, you nut. <laughs> God. Oh, put the, oh, put the 
lime in the Blakey Nut is, uh, if it's not the title, it's gonna be the first words of this description of this video. Holy shit. I hate the person that I am. Blakey Nut, please. <laughs> Charlotte's dead. Mm. Fucking, there's our sequel. This... That's the sequel title right there, Charlotte's dead. Um, Charlotte's dead. But I really like the idea of in Charlotte's Dead, one of her... Because she apparently... She has three kids. Uh, well, she has a lot of them, because spiders don't have just a few. But uh, yeah. um, one is named Nellie, and the other two apparently named themselves Joy and Ar- Aranea. It looks- yeah, because this is actually... Like, this is where I was thinking about going. Like, as soon as you said we're making a sequel... Of course, my first thought was, well, Charlotte's fucking dead. Let's do the kids. Yo, yeah, I forgot that Charlotte, in fact, died because I was like, oh, this is a children's book about a spider and a pig becoming friends. Uh, I doubt that a fucking, like, murder would happen in it. But, um... As a matter of fact, I believe the fact that, like, the reason that Charlotte wrote on her web was to keep the pig from getting killed. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what it was, because they were like, we're gonna kill this pig. And then the spider had written some pig above him. Which, by the way, that's not the best phrase. Some pig. It sounds like she's insulting the little motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, some pig. I mean, they didn't even even wait for you to grow all the way up before they turned you into bacon. Yeah, we (laughs) should kill this thing. Ah, some pig. Fucker. But I like the idea... So, I like the idea that... Which spider do we want to focus on? Because one I want to focus on... Do we focus on Nellie, Joy, or Aranea? I like the idea... Apparently, Wilbur names Nellie... I think those two are now in a uh, pseudo-romantic relationship. Well, I think that this is just a perfect time to get some, like, Game of Thrones point of view shit in. Oh, okay. So... Like, at the beginning opening... (laughs) And you just see the wave of the thousands of children that Charlotte had in their little, like, web parachutes just, like, floating across (laughs) the land... And each of them lands, like, in a set space, and that's where they're going to do their good deeds. I'm sorry! So they could put right what once went, went wrong. I don't know, I just got... Oh, fuck it. What's the name of... It's, um... Uh, Daenerys. She's the one that marries Khal Drago, right? I love yeah. the concept of Wilbur covered in face paint. It looks like Cal Drago. And then fucking Nelly the Spider looks like Daenerys. <laughs> and they're head of one thing. Um, I just, I... At what point does one of the spiders use its special writing ability to gain fame? And then how far into it do they write a racial epithet and then get kicked out of fame fame forever? Oh, well, I was just going to go the other route and say, like, they let the fame get to their head and they kind of start to shun their family and friends and then they kind of just end up, um, I guess, in, in, in a gutter. Yeah, except that's... Eating f- flies? Uh, well, I mean, I guess that's fine. I'm just saying at one point... I'm. I bet she gets interviewed. Okay, it's a very right-wing Republican angry spider. Oh, no. (laughs) And then she's a guest star on Alex Jones. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I wish Jon Stewart still hosted The Daily Show for this joke. Okay, for this joke to work, Jon Stewart still hosting The Daily Show. (laughs) And fucking, all right. Up next, we have our, our Nelly, our famous spider cohort. Nelly, what do you think of Jon Stewart? And it pans over, and there's a spider web that says, Some Jew. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> my eyes open. Darkness. Silence. Slowly, my eyes adjust. Where am I? The first question that popped out into my mind... It was quickly answered by a shaddy figure, but that just made more questions. We're here. I could start to make out the figure, although it was blurry. Just hold on, a calm but shaky voice said. It was a woman's voice. My hands were numb and covered in blood. 
A light, a blinding light, appeared from a broken window. The light made it easy to see. I was in a mansion. The woman wandered into another room, and I heard shouting. She came back with bandages, and slowly butt them around my head. I tried getting up, but failed. A man comes out of the back room with a blood-covered baseball bat in his left hand. So he's alive, says the man. Surprisingly, after you hit him. Hey, I thought he was turning. Have you been able to find Emily? Says the woman to change the subject. No, she... She's still missing. Kid, get up, she says to me. I slowly get up. The man shakes hands with me. Hey, I'm Jason. Sorry for breaking the rules. What rules? I remember now. The rules to follow. Because I've been having a long day, but I got lightheaded off of that. <laughs> <laughs> See, the original, it just ends with like just saying the words, but I felt that it was missing a little bit. It just needed a little bit of something up there. <laughs> this is the most pre prep that I've ever had to go into for an episode of this podcast, I think. And it paid off. <laughs> got you some cases lined up and uh they're all kind of in your in your area probably around the florida area and now this one is a bit sad apparently a man has been taken uh, wrongly according to him taken into custody for shooting and killing his girlfriend but i think there's more to this Uh. i think there's more behind this because investigators asked him like uh, they said it look, tried to look like a suicide, so that was kind of his first angle was, I didn't do it, she committed suicide. Yeah. But now he's come out with what I think might be the truth. Now see, first of all, this is a amateur move on the part of these investigators here. If I were there, we would have been able to find out the truth pretty post-haste, yeah. because uh, as I found out in my line of work, people like to live. And if you threaten their lives, they will usually tell you the truth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, here's, here's apparently the truth that's come out from this man. He also claimed that one of his dogs might have been responsible for the shooting because they are very smart, investigators said. Oh, so, uh, this is, uh, these speech patterns... Oh, I, I I understand completely what's going on here. That man is in a latex mask. <laughs> Take it off. And th- there he is. Hello, Mr. President. What the fuck? It was, see, what tipped me off was um, he used the phrase, my dogs are very smart. These are very smart dogs. Oh. And there's only one man who uh, carries that kind of cadence and sentence structure. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I did... Uh... You know, you you leave no stone unturned in an investigation like this. So I've actually set you up an interview with, um, well, I was trying to get the man, but he's definitely already been persecuted and going to jail. But, I mean, we still need to continue this investigation, which is like, now uh, I'd like to introduce you to Scruffles, who is the official lead dog suspect in this murder. So if you'd like to investigate. Scruffles, would you, uh... Please, uh, sorry we kept you in this waiting room for so long without, uh, any squeaky toys, any bathroom outside he times, but you know, it's, uh, part of the job. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm alright. I mean, uh, it's been a tough one. I'm happy you gave me these dog cigarettes. Of course, you know, we do the best. Now, uh, I'm asking you the hard question. Did you kill that woman? Now, look here. I don't have to answer to you, copper. We already know the investigation's gone through, and that that son of a bitch owner of mine is going to jail. So I now gonna... listen here, you scruffy little piece of trash. I'm gonna grab you by your collar, and I'm gonna ask you this again. Hey, hey, hey! Lay your hands off me, copper. Come on. It's all right. You're a dog. 
And as we all know, dogs dead. It's okay, you're a dog. Dogs can't vote. Uh, look here, don't bring up the racism against my people right now, okay? We're now just... shut your mouth. Whoa. Listen here. I took a look at the gun. Yeah. I noticed along the residue inside the slide... There is a bit of hair. There's a bit of hair from a miniature toy Pomeranian. <laughs> Look here. That could have been any fucking Pomeranian's hair. Why are you just bringing me in, you racist son of a bitch? All right, we did the DNA test, Scruffles. Don't, we already know. Don't do this to me. <laughs> no. I don't want to hurt you. How can I live without you? He's the You're... fucking Joker to your Batman. <laughs> Why are you trying to kill me? I, I feel like we're destined to do this forever, me and you. I love the fact that this dog is constantly there thwarting Thunderbird. Oh my god. Gruffles, you know I'm going to get you one day. You may walk today. Maybe not, but tomorrow's another day. Yeah, well, I only got, like, one more year left in me, so it should be fine. But that's seven years for me, so you have fun there, copper. All right, that's right. the first is Scruffles. Scruffles! And I unfortunately got a bad look at my face and what it does when I do the Alex Jones impression. <laughs> and it's bad. The lip, top lip curls in. My entire head shrinks into my neck. And it's just a lot of shaking. I just turn into this, this gross monstrosity of a man. He tried. And then when the moon rises, his head slowly... It's like Teen Wolf. Is, it's Teen Wolf with <laughs> Alex Jones. Well, is this what happens when you get the super blue blood moon? Oh my god, that's what happened. So I opened the door. I opened the door to the bathroom and my dad's there and he's also Alex Jones. And he's like, we've got a lot to talk about. And I'm like, up next, Obama, real or fake? He's like, let's go. The um, weird thing is as soon as like, you you walk into the living room and you see your mom and she is also Alex Jones. <laughs> then it goes pants down to the dog. Mark 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 Mark. <laughs> but you know the weird thing, the cats. Cats are fine. The cats are fine. Cats no, are Obama. Oh no, I was gonna say the cats were like, uh, oh god, what's her name? Like the the lady, the very uh, liberal lady. With the glasses, who does uh, news? I can't remember her name. I, I love her to death, wow. but God, that's definitely what cats turned into. And also, we have just crafted the worst Twilight Zone episode of all time. He, w <laughs> imagine if you will, a world where you wake up and everything is Alex Jones. Everything from the only thing you can have a sensible conversation with your cats. From the uh, from from your parents to the dogs to the microwave, every it's it's Jones all the way down. You press you you open the microwave. You start pressing the buttons. Beep 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 beep. beep. This is gonna give you six types of gay. I just wanted some popcorn. Could you not pop 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 pop? All right, it's it's good. They said once it gets between like three seconds between pops, it's fine. Pa, pa, pa. <laughs> I would pay. You open up the popcorn bowl and it's just little Alex Jones. It's just a bunch of little Alex Jones. I'm buttery and delicious. Put me in your mouth. <laughs> Don't forget that good ranch seasoning. And of course, this would all be expected. In the Twilight Zone. Oh shit! I don't know if we ever talked about this on the show, but a couple of year, or a couple months ago, Burger King was doing a thing where if you tweeted the hashtag BK Spicy Fries or something like that, because they were promoting the spicy chicken fries. 
Yeah. And so, um, and so what I did was apparently if you did it, you would get like something back from the king where he's like, hope you have a spicy day or something like that. But every once in a while, he would send you, send a link of this gif to uh, the official BK account and you'll get a nice surprise. Turns out they were giving out $5 gift cards. Nice. So my next hour <laughs> was nothing but me yelling at the BK account with that hashtag until I finally got that one specific gift for the spicy nugs. So did you get some spicy nugs? Well, like Icarus flying too close to the sun and his wings burning, I swear to God, the very next day our Burger King got on fire. Jesus Christ, what did you do? The nugs were too spicy. It burnt down the whole establishment. And you know as that place was burning and, like, the manager of the store, like who is basically like the captain of the ship, they have to go down with it. They were cursing your name for making them get the spice. They were like, no, I'll get you more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a flare of cooking. I am your host, the nature boy, Rick Flair, joining me today. Is Mr. Blakey Tad. Blake, how you doing, brother? I'm good. How are you on this fine holiday, Rick? Good. Yeah, do you do, you do the cooking show a lot for so, anything? So much cooking. You have no idea how much cooking I do. So, I want to start off with breakfast. Just... Blake, okay. I want you to imagine waking up next to your next to your beautiful wife after so many beautiful months together, and you want to make her a nice meal, big man. So you go down and you make Rick's world famous toast scramblers. Uh, say that again, Rick. Rick flares. Famous toast scramblers. Toast scramblers. Yep. So, so not toast scramblers. Toast like the actual breakfast food. Like toast. What are you thinking, you weird pervert? No. <sighs> I don't know anymore, Rick. So, so how do you make these toast scramblers? What do you do? You take some eggs. You fucking scramble them. Okay. Then you take some toast. And you just dip it in there. The end. You just, what do you mean you just dip it in there? You just take your toast, dip it in those, whoo, scrambled eggs, and by God, you got yourself a great Justin Long J. Beal. What do you do with the rest of the eggs? Oh, you keep dipping it. It's like a dip. So you don't fry the eggs all the way. No, you don't fry them at all. They are raw eggs. That's not what a fried egg is, Rick. No, it, you can add cinnamon to it for a holiday twist. That's just cinnamon toast. No, no. That's just French toast. No, you put, no, you're putting way too much cooking in this. You take eggs. Blake, fucking look at me. Take eggs. Put them in a fucking bowl, whisk those motherfuckers up, then dip your shame toast in it. The end. That's the fucking meal. It's lunchtime now. Rick, when did you learn that recipe? Was it while you were married or slightly after? (laughs) That was my second divorce. Okay. Wait, are you telling me you can cook eggs? What the fuck? Rick, if you put those eggs in a frying pan and you put the frying pan over a hot oven, the eggs will cook. That's what a fried egg is. What the fuck was Rocky's problem then? He just shoved that shit in a glass. I thought that's how you're supposed to eat them. 
Da, 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 da. Blake, do you hear it? Da, da. Da, 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 da. It's the sound of wizardry. Because after that, we can only finale with a film known to everyone, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. And so I think we're going to need... Okay, I'm going to volunteer a certain blonde-haired world heavyweight champion to be Hagrid. To be Hagrid. Well, good, because I was thinking that, you know, Harry is a character who he's never really known family. He's never really known... Orhana. Oh, no! Oh, no! So Stitch is fucking... Okay, okay. Me, me, Stitchy Potter. And then I think we still got the three... We got Uncle Pig Fat, Aunt Pig Fat, and then uh, Cousin Ragtime Roast Beefy. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Alex Jones would have been a good Uncle Pig Fat. Yeah. Um, fuck. I, I just want them all to be played by the same voice. <laughs> it's not just finding what voice it is. It's just the same. It's just... <laughs> it's just all, like, the same yelling idiot. <laughs> no, it's all, it's all the voice I do for my dad. <laughs> it's just three dads. Oh god, it's dads all the way down. It's dad all the way down. Alright, do we want to do that? Any other character that's not Hagrid or Harry is my dad? Yeah. Alright, uh, a house on a rock island somewhere out at sea. The family is sleeping with Harry Potter. Harry Potter, that fucking dope wizard out on the cold dirt floor. He's drawn a birthday cake, which reads, Happy Birthday, Harry. He looks at Dudley's watch, which beeps, Midnight. Suddenly, the door thumps. Harry jumps. Door thumps again, and fucking Hagrid's here. (coughs) Who's there? Ah! Oh, sorry about that, big man. I had a few too many tonight. Woo! Well, I demand you leave at once, sir. You are breaking and entering. Woo! <laughs> Hagrid comes over, gets the gun, bends it upwards. Dry up, Dursley, you great fucking prune. Ah! Ah! ah. My dad, I haven't seen you since you were a baby, Harry, but fuck. You're a fat fucking piece of shit, I'll tell you that. You think, you think the fucking Wizard King, the king of all wizards, Harry Potter, needs more fucking Twinkies? Are you kidding? I'm not Harry. Hi. <laughs> I am. Oh. Well, of course you are. Got something for you. Afraid of fucking... There may be some bourbon on this. Couple lines of coke. I'm sorry. Imaginal tastes fine. Just Ooh. the same. Baked it myself. Words and all. <laughs> Thanks. He uh, opens the cake. Which reads... Nature Boy! <laughs> It's not every day that a young man turns 11 now, is it? Um, fucking Hagrid does some magic and old fire lights. Excuse me. Who are you? Who am I? Yeah. Who am I? I yeah. am the kiss stealing. Woo! Wheeling, dealing. Limousine right. Ruby is Hagrid. Keep her keys and ground at Hogwarts. Of course, you all know about Hogwarts. What? No, you don't. Bloody no. Harry, didn't you ever wonder where your mom and your dead mom and dad learned it all? I had a mom and dad? <laughs> no. Well, let me tell you. You, woo, are, woo, a, woo, wizard Harry. 
a rat? A wizard! A Bro. fucking dope one of that, I'd wager, once you train up a little. Ooh. No. You made a mistake. I'm not a wizard. I'm just... I'm just Harry. Just a stitchy little Harry. Well, just stitchy oh. little Harry. You ever make yeah. something happen? Anything you couldn't explain when you're angry or scared? Like, did you throw this fat fuck in a snake cage once on accident? Ha <laughs> 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 uh, Then he gives him the letter, which reads as such. Oh, God. <clears throat> Dear Mr. Potter, we are pleased to inform you... <laughs> That you have been accepted at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Yay! Stitch, I'm a wizard. Stitch is wizard. And an alien. <laughs> and Ohana mean family. Oh. And my Ohana dead. My Ohana got killed by some no-nos fuck. <laughs> no-nos fuck uh, killed my family. I think that's where we needed to bring in the... Fucking uh, King of the Hill characters. Oh, yeah. Damn. I killed 50 families. I killed 50 families. Well, Blake, that was a good look back in the past, my dude. But um, I, I, I guess it's time to say goodbye. I mean, we're still, like, hanging out next week, aren't we? Well, yeah, there's still fight boys and the other stuff. I just meant, you know. Oh yeah, that's as, fine. As a load of BS, it's time to say goodbye. We've been, I hate to say it, bested by the podcast Illuminati. Apparently, no one's able to defeat them. No one can escape their thrall. So this is it. Have you got anything to say? Do you know what from Blake Tanner? This is goodbye for this podcast, but it's only see you later, podcast diverse. That's I promise. right. Also, I am. I did uh, just didn't want to ruin the whole mood by saying this at the beginning, but I did accept a new job Wait, doing what? IT at uh, one of the biggest employers in the state. So what? What? Yeah, full full time job now. So wait, how six figures. Oh. Oh, uh, yeah, that's that that's cool. There's not a show we could do anyway, so I I mean, do you want if people want to get in touch with you for IT stuff, is there a place they can do that? Yeah, it's actually Blake at IT at hotmail.com. <laughs> uh um, dot geocities. Dot, dot geocities. Yeah. Uh, and um or you could just uh like submit a support ticket. To Blake A. Tanner on Twitter. To Blake A. Tanner on Twitter. And, and your support twi- ticket can just be, like, saying hey. Yeah. And you can find me on Twitter at ScottyMo, S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Buy all the books on Amazon, the Quizzle Corp trilogy, BS versus the Gods. And like Blake said, this might be goodbye, but it's just see you later, especially for me and Blake, because Blake still has Fight Boys. I've still got fun fiction and... and Opposite attractions. So if you want to check those out, you can at a load of pure BS dot com, ladies and gentlemen. And then, of course, make sure to support those shows if you want on Patreon, patreon.com slash a load of BS, or of course, uh, by picking up some merch for them at merch dot a load of pure BS dot com. Have they really not targeted any of our other shows? I just realized this. Yeah, I don't know what that's all about. I think wrestling podcasts kind of have a i think they've got a protective barrier around them that's why there's so many that the illuminati can't get to them oh yeah very tight-knit group yeah so um i think i've said all the plugs i can i would usually say leave a review on itunes but there's you know what it's gonna be up for a little while yet still still leave a review yeah, leave a review, I guess. Um, and um, in your review, say, suck it, you bastards, you know who you are. You podcast Illuminati cucks. I'm not even going to give them the satisfaction of saying their name. And, um, well then, Blake, it's it's been an episode. 
I feel like we've not done that much for an episode. Yeah, but we've done a lot in the past two years. That's the thing. We've done yep. so much, and so that's what this is. It might be the end, but it's also a celebration. It's a celebration of everything we've done, everything we've been through, and we might have been bested, but we gave it our best, you know? Just because, you know, we are the best. Yeah, sure. That's you, and that's what we did. So I guess uh, this is see you now. Never, I guess. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say see you next time, but I guess that's, we'll just, you know, I'll cut it earlier. We'll just call it there, all right? All right. Um, so, so bye Twitch, I guess. Yeah, bye Twitch, bye everybody. Um, yeah, text me tomorrow. Keep me updated on that IT job thing, okay? All right, we'll go, um, I don't know, maybe this weekend or next weekend we'll... We'll hang out, get some drinks and stuff, and we'll uh, have an actual wake. Yeah. All right. That'd be good. See you, buddy. All right. Uh, Bye, buddy. Oh. Oh. What the? Private caller. All right. Hello? Yes, this is... This is... Scotty. Wait, really? Wait, really? You want to you want to keep the show? We're going to keep a load of BS. You want Yes, I knew you'd believe in us. I I'm, I'm sorry we ever said anything bad about you. Look, I'll get Blake. We'll come down tomorrow and we'll What do you mean? What do you mean I you don't want Blake? It but the show's called a load of BS. Blake Scotty, that's the whole I understand. Uh, Once again, thank you so much, and I'll see you tomorrow.